Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Monday, Chunkies. I'm Carter. Merry mini whatever day this releases. I'm Doge. <laughs> and this one, this one is Jordan. Guys, technical technical challenge here. Can y'all see, y'all can still see me on our Zoom? I can yeah. see you. Yes. Things happen for me of the three chunks here in terms of I've always needed a little extra help with equipment. I, That's I okay. Back, you're just, you're special in other ways. To our days of like, hey, Mike goes over here, bud. Or <laughs> don't forget to tighten that or it won't hit you in the face anymore. Um, and sometimes I just, I hide myself completely from my pod boys and I'm just an apparition mm-hmm. when we're talking on Zoom. Mm-hmm. I, I want to double yes. check on this. Also, uh, today we're going to talk about the finale of Hawkeye. We're going to do a little bit of 2021 in review as we look ahead to the year that we're dubbing today as 2022 chunks. Yes. And I thought I'd do something creative today and not have my good, good sound equipment. Yeah. (laughs) To make people more appreciative of really the thought that goes into making this podcast. It was definitely intentional. This is going to make our first episode of 2022 chunks sound so good. can Can you imagine if we didn't care? Like you they, can now because next you just year, have to listen to me. 
people are going to be like, I can't believe they finally released Carter from the tin can prison they put in the, <laughs> in the last episode. Carter is free, and I can hear his whole voice. He said, well, the sad Carter part is that you had an old planter's it. peanut can. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. pretty crazy. The sad part is I just couldn't get out myself. It's a tin can prison, man. Sure. It's like, yeah. it's like you've easier. got a string, like everybody listening to this has another tin can, and you've just got a string <laughs> yeah. going out to all of our beautiful chunkies who are going to be hearing this Appreciate episode. Appreciate the investment, guys. Yeah, appreciate the investment. Uh, let's jump straight into this finale of Hawkeye. Sure, sure. I want to tell you yeah. my overall vibe is that this was kind of messy. Yeah, yeah. And I found it's a myself sloppy ending to a great season. Yeah, I found myself kind of sad. I had not seen yet, in my opinion, and we'll talk more about Marvel's show history right now. Which that was a big, you know, if we're looking at 2021 in a review, this was our fifth Marvel show, the fourth that we're yeah. reviewing on this podcast. And I've never seen an arc that felt like this one that was yeah, just yeah. so start so high in so low. Yeah. And it's been kind of such a bummer for me. And, and we'll let's talk a little bit through the episode. We kind of jump straight into like it's about to go down mode, right? Like it's it's straight into like there's think, a whole lot of kingpin now. There's just a whole like Vincent, lot of kingpin now. Vincent he just in every walks scene. In. Yeah. He just walks straight in. And that's awesome. I mean, that was the hype. That's what we wanted. Sure. Making extra sure that it's our buddy. Edgar from Men in Black, um, <laughs> which I was pleased with. And he still, sure. to me, felt much like, and again, it's been a while since I've watched Daredevil, which, by the way, uh, spoilers, and I know some people out there still haven't seen No Way Home, but have y'all noticed that on Netflix, and I think this yeah. was someone who shared in our Discord, that's like a popular trending show right yeah, now. Yeah, Netflix, Netflix is like, hey we, hey, we did mm. part of it too. Hey, we did some <laughs> of it too. Look at us. Hey, by the way. Um, <laughs> so yeah, to jump straight in, and it's still him. Was great. He still seems very much like the kingpin that we Dude, saw. Yeah. In Here's the, th the thing for me, though. Maybe it's been too long since I've watched Daredevil. He did not seem at the way I remembered him from Daredevil. How so? Like writing wise, he seemed like less intimidating. His performance seemed a lot more stilted in this than in Daredevil. He's clearly received a bit of a glow up power wise from Daredevil because, I mean, this dude rips the door off a car gets hit through a, a window by the same car and also survives this big bomb explosion. So I don't think well, Charlie Cox takes is, an arrow to the chest. I don't think Charlie Cox's daredevil could really hurt him that much. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe Charlie Cox got stepped up a bit too. We don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. We were playing a game last night uh, with the fam, with Chelsea's family. It's called Wade Length, uh, which I would love to play with you guys. But it's essentially, you have a card that says, uh, it would say like hot and cold. So you've got your left to right and it's got this little wavelength thing that is uh, anonymous to everyone else, but the person who's playing the game knows where you're trying to put a little dial. You're trying to guess, ha have them guess where to put that dial to get points. Hmm. So say it shows up in the middle that it's four points, right? Right up up and down. So we would try and do exactly what's between hot and cold. Um, one of the cards that we had was underrated weapon, overrated weapon. Uh, and it was my my older brother-in-law, and he chose nunchucks, and it was incredibly overrated is what he Ooh. thought, uh, which I don't want the like, next 20 minutes to be talking about discounting that or if we feel yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'll fight but about to nunchucks me, for a while. <laughs> to me, it is kind of overrated in that it doesn't feel like it's super worth anything. I agree. So I was just imagining already Charlie Cox being like, hey, man. Uh, I mean, just, I think it's probably worth 1,000 shots on Kingpin's body and like nothing happens. I would say um, just, ima just imagine you live in the sewer with your three brothers and then you have nunchucks. 
that's not well, overrated. Well, sure, but we didn't say nunchucks had pizza alongside it. Just regular nunchucks. So <laughs> just regular. I think pizza. I think you can't have nunchucks without pizza. I've read that. <laughs> um, I so okay. First of all, let me say, Kingpin definitely not dead. You don't kill off Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin so, off screen. In the comics, it's goofy. In the comics, Maya shoots him in the face, but he lives and is only temporarily blinded. Mm. So maybe Excellent. maybe Daredevil's going to teach him how to be an echolocating superhero <laughs> as well. Could be. Amazing. Could Absolutely be. Amazing. Um, I just want to say a couple of things about this finale. I want to say a couple negative things about this finale before I move on to yeah. the positive. Number one, the fact that they did not build towards a diehard-themed finale for this television show is, I'll never forgive them. They could have really diehearded it in the, like, in the office party. It's an office Christmas party yeah. on Christmas Eve. I mean, come on. Yeah. Are you kidding in, in me? In Nakatomi Plaza. I mean, it was all Essentially, there. like, <laughs> sh- it, it's just unforgivable. Um, and then also, can I super dump for the entire series? Go yeah, for it. That's what go. today's for. Three, two, one, go. My super dump for the entire series of Hawkeye, and I don't even have to think about it, is the LARPers. Really? So the, 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 it could have been salvaged for me. I didn't care for the storyline that much anyway. Beyond the very first appearance when they started like becoming more recurring, I was like, I like these actors. They're fun, but why are they such a big deal? But when they said, hey, in our waiter costumes that are obvious that we worked <laughs> this event, nobody's listening to us. It's time to put on our LARP costumes that we brought with us for no discernible reason so that people will listen to the authority that we don't have in our LARPing costumes as they're screaming, running from the sniper trying to murder this Christmas party. I, I said out loud, wow, yeah, this payoff yeah. sucks. I, I liked it. I laughed. What? I thought it was What's there to funny. like about it? What is, I, I'm being genuine. We've never seen someone like try and LARP as a superhero. No, 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 no. I, no, 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 no. I'm saying what logic is there to saying let's put on our LARPing costumes at this sniper party so that people will listen to us? I think it's because they're trying to appear more official because they also got new uniforms. That was the payoff is that these are their new uniforms just like Hawkeye and Kate got new uniforms. I mean, it's not... To me, it's on the same level as the the trust of bro stuff, where it's like that is pretty stupid, but it played well. I think it could work just as a, a comedy comedic relief thing. No, I, fu- I totally I get it disagree. if it didn't land. Trust yeah. a bro, trust a bro was was f- actually funny and worked at least in my opinion. It worked really well. And I totally the, see how this didn't land. The LARPing payoff was just like, are you trying to look like superheroes they've never heard of so that yeah. they'll listen to you? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. This finale of Hawkeye felt like the black light in the room you grew up in. It's like the taking hey, that light and hey, just revealing, <laughs> revealing like what is going on in this. It's like the narrative line here at the end of all the loose ends that kind of got tied, but they're <laughs> incredibly yeah. weak is just being like, hey, by the way, this this might actually suck. It sort of felt show. like a first pass at an episode script for a finale yeah, of this show. Yeah, what was with the sure. owl? Was, was that a reference to something? No, it was uh, it was Chekhov's owl. Harry, Harry if, you, if you introduce an owl in the Rockefeller Plaza Christmas tree, <laughs> it must carry a bus away by the end of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> my super dump is how kind of willy nilly we were. About, super dump for the show for the whole yeah, show? yeah for the ho- entire show. Every other si- every side character 
it was like uh at by the end echo has kind of some redeeming things that happen we're kind of setting up her show but still we could have spent more time there jack is a complete waste of time like our sword fighter yeah uh, mom is interesting and she's just upset that you're arresting moms on christmas is this with yeah mom too. sucks yeah. <laughs> like all the extras um and it goes straight into what my super pump is at least we knocked kate bishop out of the park yeah yeah kate bishop's yeah. my super pump as kate well bishop she's is also my Haley super Steinfeld pump is the, the best part of the show i i the the heartbreaking thing about hawkeye is i didn't think i'd have similar feelings about yelena and Kate Bishop in that I was just ready for Yelena to get out of the Black Widow movie. Yeah. I just, yeah. I'm just ready for Kate Bishop to get out of a Hawkeye series. Uh, I, did, I disagree. I think a poor finale doesn't ruin how awesome she was in the rest of the season and how much fun. I'm not saying how often she was. No, Yelena was awesome in all of Black Widow. I'm saying like, I'm ready for her to have her oh, own Oh, to go do thing. her own thing. I hear you. Yes. Yeah, okay. That's all I'm saying. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It doesn't mean no. I mean, yeah, the Hawkeye series without Kate Bishop is not the Hawkeye series. Right. I'm saying I'm ready for her and Haley. To also, Yelena and Kate's things. interactions are the best. Yeah, the absolute I love best. their relationship. Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld have incredible chemistry. I think you can sum up Yelena's whole character so far in the MCU with their scene where Kate says, "Stop making me like you." Yeah. <laughs> When she, after she's like, "What if we just get out of here and go get a drink?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah. I would love to." Their after whole, I their whole like, fight through the fight through the office party, like through that floor, culminating in the slap on the elevator, is so funny to me. It was really good. Yeah. It was really, yeah. really good. Yeah, really good. I can I? Good. Can I? Is it? Uh, this isn't my super dump for the show, but this is just a little dump where it's just like, how how did this happen this way? If you haven't seen No Way Home, uh, skip ahead a little bit. The final shots of I No know. Way Home I know. are the only part of the movie that take place at Christmas time. Everything else is like fall. It's like Halloween because Peter sees the little wizard decorations up right. uh, at, at MJ's work. It's Halloween. So why did we move the end of that story forward to Christmas and have Spider-Man swing directly past the, the Rockefeller Plaza Christmas tree? To not have him at all. To not have any, like, that's if just a no rare, way home came out three months ago. I that's think fine. he's in that finale. I, I, think, thought, I think if no way home came out when Eternals me. did, I'm not looking for him in that finale. No, I but think just, the reason he's not in the finale is my is guess because is it's too soon. Right. And people haven't seen it. My guess is they edited him out of the finale because it was originally supposed to come out in July or whatever. Mm, yeah. It's just strange to me. That's just a rare, a rare example of Marvel being like sloppy. It feels like they forgot that both of their shows, both of their things are happening in New York. Like yeah. it's one of those things that that happens all the time in like phase two, where it was like, okay, the world is ending, but like, where's Thor? Why is right. only Iron Man the one trying to figure out what's going on here? Yeah. Like it was like, how did these people in New York not see this? I giant- suspect we may find out that's how Kingpin didn't die. That how how? That's Peter Parker saves him. Mm-hmm. Not mm. knowing who he is, but seeing a man with a gun pointed at him. Yes. Mm. That would be interesting. I just feel like it's... That would be interesting. The whole time I was watching this last episode of Hawkeye, the only one that I watched on the other side of No Way Home, I was like, how did these people not yeah. not even mention, like, yeah, we're trying to take down the tracksuit mafia, but also there's this goblin guy and this lizard guy and this sand guy and this electricity guy. Also, and this there's a guy. very real chance that it's two different years. I didn't... I didn't see, I didn't really pay attention to what years these two things take place. So there's yeah, every that's chance true. they're not happening that's true. concurrently. No Way Home, yeah. I guess, could be the next year. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. It's this weird phenomenon you get, I think, with the MCU that you, like, we can't help but think, like, because this thing was happening here, shouldn't it also be happening here? And then I forget yeah. how many hands are in the... Well, the making of all these different it's kinds all of the very goblin, connected the goblin until the octo, moment that it's not the mm-hmm. goblin and doc ock and all that stuff wouldn't have been happening concurrently with the tracksuit mafia because one is in october and one is in december yeah i guess that's true so that's not a plot hole yeah i definitely thought when our larper cops were going back inside they were going to come outside again only to see that Peter had handled everything. That Spider-Man had handled yeah. everything. Yeah, I was definitely expecting that too. So Which, I definitely was. You know, that's not a super pump for the show. Yeah. That's like, that's, oh, my birthday cake wasn't my very favorite flavor. <laughs> right. still fine. Right. It's still okay. I, I'm three for three on my major show predictions for Hawkeye. Clint Barton. So is Carter. Clint, Clint died. Barton lived. Clint's dead. To the did end. Did you not, did y'all not think he might? Did you no. not think there might I be did. Elena I might thought Elena him? might kill him, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Jordan, don't. I, never thought, I really never thought Don't that. Lie I in our last episode of <clears throat> uh, Clint lived. Kate went to the Barton family Christmas, and yep. Jack was just some dude who likes swords. Yeah, that's a bummer. But I did. That was the only LARPing payoff that I liked. Was him standing next to that lady who was like, "You ever heard of LARPing?" <laughs> yeah. 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 It so was just so, I don't know, man. I was just overall came away pretty bummed. Um, I didn't. I mean, I the episode itself was sort of a disappointment, but the yeah. rest of the season was great, though. It was. I think my my super dump for the, for Hawkeye is just the lack of resolution for Maya's story, and then just the way that it's really the Maya Kingpin stuff in this last episode that's a super dump for me, because I feel yeah. like Maya, like I forgot that Echo was getting a show, uh, and so like looking back in hindsight, it's clear that like oh we don't land her anywhere so that we can. You know, she's take not on somewhere. the run. We shouldn't on the runway, so we don't have to take off again in Maya's show. But that's right. a huge disservice to this show. And then we've talked before on the show about how, like, the, the nature of hype culture and the nature, particularly of these Marvel movies and shows and properties, is that they exist first as a way to set up the next decade's worth of stories and second mm-hmm. to tell their own self contained story. Yeah. And this felt similar by the end of it. I was getting similar vibes as Falcon and the Winter Soldier of just like, this is barely its own story. Right. And it's really like, especially with the Maya and Kingpin stuff, like this is really just kind of a, hey, guess what's coming up next, guys? Rather than its own self-contained thing here. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We're in no way like two Feige's and a Feige, right? It's yeah. not like sure. Uh, if they would only listen to us, we would know how to make sure the MCU runs well. We haven't really seen something yet to where at least that I can remember that MC was like, Hey, this is coming out. And then they decide to, to like just trash it all together. Right. But I wonder yeah. if we're going to be too cavalier at some point and the echo that was announced for, you know, the beginning of 2023 or whenever that was, doesn't happen because of how much the finale of Hawkeye got back. Yeah. You know, it's like, I think I, if I, we're going to see something like that happen, it's going to be in the shows. Yeah. The show's going to get canceled. Yeah. Yeah. I think if we're going to see which something would be like that, basically what I was scrapped. saying. Yeah. Which was yeah. echo the, the show. So well, well, that, <clears throat> that's just what I mean is like, it's going to be shows, not movies that like the movies yeah. are, are their tent poles. And so they would rather cancel a movie that was going to hurt or cancel a show that was negatively affecting movie buzz than vice versa, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. A pump from this movie, or sorry, a pump from the finale was her doing the, the coin trick again. With, I yeah, think, a button great. or something that was to it blow was up Kingpin's all the arrows. Cufflink. This is cufflink. Oh, cool. Yeah. The irony. That was cool. Yeah. Also, um, the f- the very ending 
was insinuating that she's the new Hawkeye. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, he's like, I've got an idea. And yeah. it shows, it literally shows yeah. our title there. Yeah. Um, what did we, I can't remember, was there a post-credits? Yeah, it was a full, the full musical number. Yeah. Oh, New York yeah. song, which is great. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> was Just fun. very, very good. That was a lot of fun. And kind of a flex that they're like, hey, Loki, though, we could do anything. Hey, also, we can do this. Yeah. <laughs> we can also do this. <laughs> I'm a little, I'm a petulant little diaper baby about post credit scenes, though. So I was just like, it doesn't even tell me anything else that's happening. So, like, who cares? <laughs> but you didn't see Mephisto in the working Yeah, backstage. like the whole, the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, they're going to pan to the audience and show me that blah, 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 that Kang is watching or something. Even, even a pan to the audience of old man Steve being like, just laughing or like or something un, yeah like, yeah kind of incredulous like oh, that would have been funny <laughs> yeah i'm just um, such a little baby about those things do y'all have anything else from the finale that stood out to you and who hasn't have we all super pumped and dumped for the whole series i think we have we all said kate was our kate was a, a podcast wide super pump for hawkeye that's not surprising at all no she and was if, great if i had to pick a second one like if she was off the table it would be yelena again even for the th- two and one quarter episodes mm. that she was a part like she's just i mean no surprise here folks florence Pugh is a very good actor and uh, mm. she's amazing in this show as well so there's an element of this show too that just feels a little bit like damage control for the fact that the funeral at the end of Endgame was not a double funeral for Tony and <laughs> Natasha. Right. Like it's, it feels similar to the Black Widow movie in that instance for me where it's like, oh man, we really I guess she's a pretty up. big deal. I guess, I guess she was more important. I guess folks liked this original Avenger who'd been in a ton of these movies way more than I we mean, thought they on. did. Even though she's a girl, she might still be important to folks. Did yeah, you guys ever think that a maybe a girl could be uh, people's favorite? Yeah, I don't know. It's just the whole so. thing where it's like, it's a little bit like your super dump of Electro in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, or my super dump of Electro in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Where I was like, man, this like this could have been really, I don't know, a way around doing it this way. Right. But this way just really highlights the like how callous we were and how careless we were with ending Natasha's story. And everybody just moves on and doesn't talk about it. Right. Yeah. Especially yeah. because uh, she saved the entire than the entirety of existence. She did just as much as Tony or Hulk. And we talk about Tony and the Hulk's snaps in like every movie since then. Right. Like, what's that red, what's that redhead assassin girl name? <laughs> well, it became clear to me in Hawkeye that the, one of the big things is people have no idea how it actually went down. Yeah, that's true. But Which was I, kind of cool to see the outside perspective of that. I don't believe that I have soured on Hawkeye as much as it sounds like maybe you two have as a whole. Um, the finale was certainly the low point of the series, but I, I still hold it in pretty high regard. Which yeah, I, guess I still we'll, enjoyed we'll it. We'll see here in just a minute, but yeah. I still really enjoyed it. Yeah, good point, Jordan. And in terms of that regard and how we rank those, we'll give those a look, but first, I think we should make some of that killed hard cash. Mm, Let's listen glorious. to some ads. It's ad time. Now we're back in the second half of our mini Monday. <laughs> And, and we're, we're back. back. And, uh, <laughs> and thank you from a word from our sponsors. Back. And we're back. Uh, in this second half, I want to start by, as we look back at 2021, uh, first of all, let's talk about the MCU. Let's talk about the MCU yeah. shows that came out. Because this was the year of the Marvel show, dude. MC, Marvel shows have only existed in 2021. How yeah, massive does the year feel? Or how long does 2021 feel? Well, Disney because plus Marvel shows have only existed for 
Yeah, sorry. Disney plus Marvel shows. Oh, Hawkeye, we didn't talk about uh, 19 on the watch, Agent 19. Oh, right. Uh, Shield Agent 19 was Bobby Morse, codenamed Mockingbird, who was married to Hawkeye for a while in the comics. It'd be interesting if they said Mockingbird was more of a title uh, that was passed to people. It seems like that's definitely what they... A direct codename for Bobby Morse, but... uh, Oh, yeah, cool. We get confirmation. Or that Laura changed her name. Yeah, we get confirmation that Laura was a Shield Agent. And most likely probably Mockingbird. How did y'all feel about that? I actually wish she wasn't. I really like the idea of Hawkeye just having a normal family that he, it's kind of, to me, it felt really similar to like, uh, in, in justice league comics, whenever, uh, Clark and Diana, whenever Superman and wonder woman are like a couple, it's like, man, I feel like Superman is probably more relatable when he's a, a couple with Lois Lane, where it's like, this is just a regular person. Right. Not just rather a, than, a God, rather than like two Zeus. gods. Yeah. <laughs> I find it well, far probably easier. not like Zeus, probably a little bit more consensual and loving than Zeus. Probably. I find Pardon it much me easier. for stepping into your realm, good sir. <laughs> yeah. Forgive me. Relax, dude. I find it far easier to believe their like relationship of Laura being like the guy in the chair for Hawkeye, yeah. knowing that she's got probably experience doing that same thing. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to play a little bit of rank you very much, Please. but it's, 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 we're in full control. We're, we're, you, you think normally we're in control of rank you very much, but we're not today. We are Yeah. in that. I want to go back through our Disney plus Marvel shows and let's get a definitive ranking for each of us today. And we're just going to do the top four because Jordan and I aren't really good friends with Doge and we haven't seen what if yet. That's so true. you guys just don't care about it. It hasn't been on this podcast. Superhero things. They're just, I know how much our discord channel has been clamoring for us to review. What if, a lot of the world is like, why hasn't Two Chunks done this yet? We're very sorry. RDJ keeps I actually, calling me and calling me. Read, like, do it, do it, do it. I read that they were going to make a live action version of it just so you guys would watch it because you think you're too big for cartoons. I don't it's like called when the, the multiverse of men. <laughs> I don't like when the TV has the 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 drawn the hand drawn on it. Hey, for real though, if you like, like if you could get into cartoons, I think you should watch Arcane. I don't know if you guys have heard of what it. What is that? It's it's super good. It's like this. Magic show. I'm out. It's from League of Legends, the game. I'm back in. It's like a show of it. Uh, I don't don't have time. I I don't want to watch it. (laughs) I don't have time. Sylvester? Sly? I don't know if I would watch anything about a video game. Um, (laughs) We had WandaVision. We had the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We had Loki. And then we had Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. Let's start from four and go on up to one. Last place? Yeah. Last place, and Falcon so my and last Soldier. place as well is yeah, the Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Soldier for sure. So let's we don't have to re-review that entire series, but what do you think made that such a clear last place? Writing, I think. Did you say fighting or lighting? Writing. He said lighting. Said I, said I think I hated. I hated the fighting, the writing, and the lighting. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. And so <laughs> much the- biting. <laughs> I think the character work was pretty good. Like I think the the interactions between yeah. Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan were that really John, good. John Walker was played very John well. Walker was played well. Just the overall narrative, like Flag Smasher stuff, just was not very good to me. Yeah, the show kind of farted and fell down after a promising interest initially. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of molasses. But the, for me. In, it the felt internal journey, yeah, the internal stuff with Sam, like I mean, figuring huge. out how to take on the mantle, was great. It, that yeah. just could have been two hour long episodes. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, so now let's get to our number three. For me, mm-hmm. I think it's Hawkeye. It's Hawkeye for me as well. It's WandaVision for me. Mm. Number three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what made WandaVision number three for you? Because it's a girl. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, the longer I have had to reflect on it, the, the more issue that I take with the lack of consequence for Wanda. Like, what she did was very bad. Yeah. She enslaved an entire town of people. Yeah. Here is, and here is the the kind of Achilles heel. This is the the bad and good thing about these mega franchises. I think she's going to get consequences for what she did sure. in Multiverse of Madness. And so for me, that's the reason I'm withholding judgment on that. But if we yeah. get to Multiverse of Madness and we don't have time to talk about what Wanda did in Westview, then I right. still think my impulse is going to be like, well, maybe she'll pay for it later. Maybe they'll right. address it later. Yeah. You know, I want to be very clear that other than Falcon and Winter Soldier, I had a uh, majority positive experience with all three of the other MCU shows this year. And WandaVision is one of the coolest TV shows I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, I just, as I've reflected on it more, the bones have become more flimsy in my brain and I've had a harder time looking on it quite as like perfectly as when the day it ended, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, part of the reason that I'm okay with her not getting consequences in WandaVision is because I feel like she was powerful in a way that we hadn't seen that no one really knew even how to give her consequences. I agree with that. I just more mean like personal emotional consequences. Like the fact that there were people willing to be like, I understand that this was hard for you. It's like, no, you you don't get to enslave people. Right. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, my number two then would be WandaVision. Mine as well. Hawkeye. Yeah, it's number two. And I think number two is WandaVision for me. Um, also had a lot to do with uh, one Agatha Harkness. I think sure. Catherine Hahn, Agatha Harkness. Um, is We're going to see, reap the benefits of that. I think if there's... Yeah, totally. I, I think maybe the biggest plus narratively from our Marvel well, Disney Plus the shows. Plus are these, is Disney Plus. Is the, the Disney second, Plus Marvel the second shows. Biggest plus, the yeah. second biggest plus are these, I mean, we get uh, Kate Bishop from these, we get Agatha Harkness, we get uh, female Loki, like we get a bunch Sylvie. of fun characters. Sylvie that yeah. I can't wait to yeah. see. Yeah. And we get Morbius. We get Morbius, Morbius from there. My number one is is Loki and it sounds like that is, that's too. the case for all of us. Yeah, number one is Loki. We get Morbius? What? Yeah, that's Owen Wilson's character. Morbius? Mobius, sorry. Oh. Yeah, sorry, Mobius. I also, hey, I I was not being a, a I was not being a dude there. I really <laughs> forgot his name, but I was like Morbius ain't it for sure. Morbius, Morbius is Jared Leto. Yeah, dude, Loki, it's and here's the thing with Loki. As a self-contained show, it was the most fun. As yeah. a self-contained show, I think it had the most consistent and best writing. Yep. And as a non-self-contained entry into the MCU, it thus far since Endgame is still, I think, even including No Way Home, the farthest reaching consequentially right. of any. No Way no way Home is not possible without Loki. I think that's the thing that I, I kept thinking about is like, this isn't a spoiler because it's in the trailers. The uh, the Raimi villains and the, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man's villains who are in the trailer, those guys don't exist without the events of Loki happening right. because they're not part of a timeline that leads to the birth of Kang. And so the sacred yeah. timeline, the TVA would have pruned those guys. Except now they've been allowed Except- to flourish. Yeah. 
now they exist. And so then Dr. Strange sent them an invitation to their address, said, please come over to our world. Yeah, it was amazing. It, it, the, the writing was so wild and it still worked. The, uh, it just looked cool. Like the, just the vibe uh, Loki's of the, the only one. Show. It's the only one to me that felt like a TV show. Like that they wrote each episode as an episode of television. Because right. we follow very like uh, predictable for better or worse patterns with event television like this, where it's like big reveal at the top of the episode and then yeah. building action like slowly through the episode to another big, like a cliffhanger tease at the end of the episode. Like, oh my gosh, what's going to be next week? Yeah, and right. then followed up with a big reveal and then that same kind of arcing pattern. Yeah. And that Loki's the only one that was actually written that way. It feels like all the others were like, we wrote our whole big movie and then we chopped it up we into six equal into six pieces. Hours, yeah. And that's why we have these incredibly slow, boring episodes of yeah. like Hawkeye and Falcon and the Winter Soldier and even yeah. of WandaVision, where it's just like, oh, this was the middle part of the movie where people might've got up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Loki definitely had the best finale by a long shot. Yeah, in my absolutely. Mind. For that we both, sure. That, that we kind of said, you know what? I know this has been super action and time Let's travel. Let's let Jonathan Majors just take this one for, Let's let yeah, him talk for 40 25. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> just let him talk the whole time. Um, 2021 was also, uh, I, I look back at how many episodes we do in a year. Mm. So with 52 weeks in the year, our average is doing 104 episodes. So there's lots of talking. There's lots of minutes that we spend. Yeah, there sure is a lot of talking. <laughs> a lot of talking. <laughs> and the world, uh, the Chunkies, the listener, doesn't really get all of it. <laughs> they don't get yeah, all the talking. That's true. true. Um, but I want us yeah, to look I, back. I talk more than just in these episodes, like in my it's day-to-day just, life. Yeah. It's just in case you're you wondering. You don't get all of the talking. I'm done as um, soon as the mic turns off, baby. <laughs> as, we, as we look at 2021, what was y'all's like super pump for 2021? What's Super a moment that stands out for year. your for the mm. year of two chunks? Two chunks wise, not like personally, because personally, not personally, it was, no. It was uh, that's a different I, podcast. I can't talk about it. Personally, it would be your whiteboard, right? Your dry erase board. I love a in your dry office. Is right board, behind yeah. you. I love a dry erase board. I really do. A dry erase board. A dry erase board. <sighs> I'm really, pr- I'm really. A pump, a super pump for me for something that we did that we just went for it was our summer of love song. That was pretty great. I'm really proud of that. I I think the moment that we that Adam sent us the final mix of that, I was just like, wow, this is. I think we whatever we were actually aiming for, I think just all of us working together made it better than that. So I'm I'm really proud of that. I love working on stuff with you boys. It was yeah. It felt like I could see the sparks in my world at yeah. that time, just crackling. It was like something's happening. We're creating. <laughs> We're creating. Yeah, that's a huge one. I think my super pump when I look back at 2021 is just, I think this year more than maybe any year before has the weirdest smattering of genre for us to cover, which is my favorite thing. Like the fact that we can do When Harry Met Sally to All the Boys I've Loved Before, Midsummer and Hereditary, Spider-Man, Despicable Me and How to Train Your Dragon. Like, also cracking a beer with Vin in the theater. Right, Fast yeah, nine. right. Yeah, That's Fast Nine. That, that moment, the Fast Nine moment is That's my a big super moment. pump. That's your super pump. Yeah, because it was also this thing too to where, I mean, it wasn't only the first time we had gone to the theaters again. It was one of the first times that all three of us had been together. Mm-hmm. In a long time. In a really long time. So that yeah. just kind of felt like the four energy. Four of us, Adam was there, dang. Sorry, the four of us. Yeah, the <laughs> the energy like long before Big the time. podcast even started. 
it was like, oh, this is why. This is <laughs> thanks, Adam. Adam <laughs> uh, gave a couple letters in sign language to me just then. Um, but yeah, that was my super pump for the year. Was going in and doing Fast Nine. Yeah, um, super dump, and it's already been mentioned. Is that in our picks aren't series? We decided to do a little show oh called Despicable Me. And boy, did it unlock something in, I think our, I think the Chunkies loved it. I think the Chunkies loved it, but we were too honest. Um, we were too honest about some things that irritate us. Yeah. I should never have said how much I hate minions because yeah. now I receive them Yeah, as no. though, as though our discord. Every time members- you talk about it, all I can see is my five-year-old nephew walking up to me with his arms up in the air going, don't tickle my armpits. I hate it. Don't do it. <laughs> this is the moment then that I this is the moment then. Our year in review that I confess I like how angry minions make me. It feels I like your confession. Good. <laughs> I, I, I like the anger. I you will like me when I'm just minions. feel something. <laughs> I love this growly <laughs> growly voice this morning. <laughs> Guys, as we look ahead to our biggest year. 2022 chunks. 2022 chunks. The year so nice, they named it after your three favorite podcast guys. <laughs> Twice, <laughs> once. Uh, let's talk a little bit about some stuff that we're excited for. I said we can just do some like mid credit scene type teases here. Sure. I know for sure that we're going to talk about, uh, and, and our chunkies should know that we're going to talk about the Batman movies uh, yeah. to start the year. And so Batman. I'll say that's one of the things that I'm most excited about. And I'll go first. It's going to be really fun. Because this was maybe as much as, uh, I know at least Doge, and it felt like Jordan too, but as much as y'all might have grown up on like these Raimi Spider-Man, like the Batman movies for me were some of the most nostalgic. That was you. Yeah, yeah. That, that was me. And I'm very excited to go back and hang out with Michael Keaton. With Val and George. And seal, um, yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's going to be a good time, and and I'm excited that it's almost exact. That's almost what we jump into right off the bat for yeah. 2022 chunks. Uh, traditionally, we have done a Christmas series, the Batman. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Traditionally, Great. we've done a Christmas series every other year, and we did not do one this year because of Spider Man. So that means that hopefully we are doing a Christmas series around this time next year. And uh, I always look forward to those. So I'm, yeah, I'm that's going to be a really excited time. about that. Uh, for me, it's just guys. There's a lot of theatrical releases next year. People, I think, No Way Home has proven that people still they're still Huge. wild about these whole motion picture things. I think they're not they're not going anywhere. Uh, and a lot of these I'm big ones, are movies com- are here to stay. I'm going to say it. Movies are actually really good to watch and fun and fun if you watch them. Uh, but a lot of the big ones that are coming out, we're going to be, I mean, I know at least I'll be seeing them and, and most of them will be doing an episode about. And so there's going to be a lot like those moments of cracking a Corona in the theater with Vin. We get that pretty frequently next year. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm real excited about that. Speaking of be seeing you, John McFour teaser two days ago, three days ago. Ooh. March, 2023. Wah, yeah, I got super wah. duper pushed. It was supposed Dude. to launch on the same day as the <clears throat> Matrix originally. Yep. Berm. We had great at least, ideas. <laughs> I mean, at least John Wick's not going to be visibly older. Keanu's not going to have visibly aged in the it's time true. between these movies. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in our Discord chat, if you're up at that top $5 tier, let us let us know also what you'd like to see in 2022 as you listen to this. 
I think our I'd schedule's done. We're not going to change anything, but we're just uh, curious. You just how let us know what else. If we, in case we got time, and we just want to know if we through. nailed it. That's all we want to know is if we, we want to know how how successful we were at predicting your your I, every whim. I personally would like more Nick Cage. I think uh, mm-hmm. he was maybe introduced to two chunks this year for the first time. Isn't that crazy? In National Treasure, when he's mm-hmm. clearly done five hundred movies. Great. Yeah. Really so more Nick Cage would be great. Uh, you next know me. We we haven't gotten we have not gotten remotely weird enough for me in the last calendar year. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we can bring some more weird. We know we Nick can get do that. Weird. Um, also, if you are not in the Discord chat yet, uh, that is the key to playing box office ball. And I want to do a quick pitch that you need to get in soon because our box office ball draft for season two will happen around mid January. So you've got actually yeah, less than a so month. Soon. It's time to start doing your research. For the first half of this coming semester and so yeah. be on the look for that uh i say semester now because all i've ever done is school yeah um you're and the also teacher. you're like the just, teacher of our podcast it could be that i still have never lost box office ball thank yeah, you isn't Zendaya. that interesting it's hmm, a great isn't that thing interesting? um as we wrap up this episode i've never watched i've never lost jordan ball before it's a game that i made up yeah <laughs> to play with my I friends. always i always every year get the gold medal for the best doge I'm like a top top doge of the year. BuzzFeed always like, who's the number who's the number one doge of the year? It's me every time. So it's you know, I'm it's the king. I'm the king of two chunks and a hunk. <laughs> I just watch. I just pull the strings and watch everyone suffer. Yeah. Extra credit, box office ball. It's really bad. Cool. It's true. That's really aspirational, dude. I bet you feel pretty good about yourself. That's a <laughs> cool great. way to be. Do great. you feel like a man when you push me around? <laughs> 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 face down <laughs> to end this episode I'd love to have your name mm-hmm. and um, your prediction as to how many times we'll play extra credit in 2022 oh, oh no I'm Carter and mm, I'm going to predict once or twice yeah probably at least huh I'm Doge and we're going to play it once the very first episode of the year because between now and then, I'll be studying every actor on IMDb. I'll be trying to memorize IMDb's top four for every actor. And we're going to get it perfect. We're going to get a perfect score. We're going to get four credits for every actor that we have to guess. And then the game will have lost its power. It's like Jumanji. If you win, you get to stop playing. Jordan, 20. Yeah, that's probably actually... It's not a funny, it's not a funny guess. No. It's just a real... Guess. <clears throat> Guys, I'm going to make exactly a promise right. to you right now. And I'm gonna, we're gonna up the stakes. I've, I feel inspired. We're gonna up the stakes for 2022, and we will stop playing extra credit in 2022 if you get 15 points. We'll stop playing for that entire year. Okay, well that's not gonna happen. That's, that's a really safe happen. bet to make. But what if you do? Can you imagine being that close and knowing this could be the end of the suffering this year if we only get this one? Oh yeah, no, it would make it even harder. It would make <laughs> the the crash after we fail even more spectacular. I'm promising you this. I promise you now. Write it down. If you guys perfect extra credit once next year, you will not have any more after that for the entire calendar year. As we hang up this call, Carter is going to (laughs) begin drafting an even more sinister game. Exactly. If we beat extra credit, he's going to be like, oh, surprise. Welcome to be horrible. Demon. I couldn't think of the name.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.